listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Think you fucking with Janata? What you wanna do? Go dollar for dollar, holla holla. My niggas is hotter, hotter. Fuck plenty of bitches and drug dug bitches for petty niggas. You look in me eyes and tell me they 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 style ain't ridiculous. Bitches, bitches popping the pussy, bouncing like hit it, hit it. Sure, if your favorite is long, get it, get it, baby, baby. Don't you wanna sleep tonight and fuck with me? Cause we really need to be freaking off at any cost. It's on me. If you're married, then get a divorce when i hit sis some women get twisted have them twitching like damn look what the dick did hey welcome to the black guy tips podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on saturday morning for feedback uh ready to get into all that you guys wanted to talk about in the last week of course um you can find this show the black guy tips on itunes stitcher podomatic wherever you get your podcast on we are there leave us five star reviews which nobody did this week on itunes or stitcher not an a right not a one not an a ray one karen nobody left us not a single mm. i mean if y'all don't fuck with us that's cool you know uh, i guess we know now um uh, appreciate y'all uh letting us know how you really feel you know oh we miss you can't wait for you to be back from the show oh y'all can't be just taking vacation like this uh where my five-star review come on when i see y'all in seattle don't come will you see me in check cash in line if you ain't left me no review leave me my five-star review put some love on this five-star review should brought your ass home last night come on anyway if you feel like this show is even worth your time the extra five minutes of your life that you'll I never mean, get back i mean come on can i chew with you i love y'all right. it was so good to see you at negro con right look me dead in my eyes and said no five star review for this uh, anyway uh you can uh also do like go to the black leave comments on the website um you can vote in the polls there you can uh email the show the blackout tips at gmail.com you can leave voicemails on us at two minutes or less 704 557 um and on the page of the on the right hand side you can even sign up to donate to the show um you know we appreciate everybody takes the time out to donate to the show it really helps us out um it's like you know um we like to shout out to people that do take the time to donate because um without you guys what would we be doing you know yeah what else would we be doing i mean we would be mean people to, you know people don't like to lead those nowadays you know mm-hmm. i don't know what to you know what to tell you you know we see y'all up here every sunday sitting mm-hmm. in the front row mm-hmm. you ain't put five on it mm-hmm. eating up all the chicken all the hog mog all the pig feet all the greens all the dressing we see y'all up here for the pre-thanksgiving meal eating up everything mm-hmm liking all our stuff on instagram and all that and then can't even leave five star review can't even leave five star first thing that's ever happened to my complaint going on guys um yeah they hear us loud and clear all right so we are live i know y'all made the choir quit they don't want to play for free <laughs> right that's what's like y'all niggas can't put five on it we can't show up day well you i know mean what? can we do titles uh apple somebody else then <laughs> um i had to wait there we go <laughs> I don't know why that took so long. <laughs> oh no! That's what we got. Oh no! <sighs> this is not good for not leaving five star reviews. This is the saddest five star. This is the saddest. 
this is the saddest show we ever done i know i blame y'all leave five star reviews Everett m left a one-time a one-time donation thank you everett jason j recurring donator thank you jason katie g recurring donator thank you katie thank you baby adam s return recurring donator thank you thank you i'm still distraught but thank you annie p we appreciate your donation nidra d yes nidra d recurring donator nicola z appreciate you bomani jones my homie uh hooked us up with the recurring christina s recurring donator thank you so much laura e recurring donator thank you rita may c recurring purchase miss hathaway we were that recurring thank you miss hathaway pete b on the mic hey baby recurring uh olivia from chicago rad film lawyer recurring uh speaking of which i made the uh medium talk um i made it its own feed now for people that want to put that in their app for premium listeners so i added that to the site wonderful um and i reviewed i interviewed her one time that's what made me think of that yep renate m recurring thank you so much yes gregory s thank you so much greg thank you dave from brooklyn appreciate you uh ricky a pretty ricky what they call him hey recurring donator thank you very much uh film press comics appreciate you Mm -hmm. recurring donator um all right oh, shit, what's that the remix what's happening here no that's the song called a town called malice um oh here we go all right so it finally came up film press comics recurring donator thank you oh the choir Where, finally decided to show up i would be late too if no one left me a review i know mm-hmm. renita in recurring thank you very much yes uh let's see who else we got um oh and that's everybody all right well y'all only got one second of the choir all right bye everybody y'all gone get out of here <laughs> it's gonna be a very short show i know see this is what happened when y'all don't leave reviews Ed, the show just don't function right we got a comment from an old show but they left the comment just now mm-hmm. like last week cool uh it's from episode 1559 the black woman shared universe karen's jamaica trip yes uh mcamey says welcome back karen i'm so late on this but i love this the episode and i had to tell you i loved hearing about your trip and mostly hearing what it what it meant to you i think i teared up a little bit it really hit me when you talked about wondering if you deserve to go on the trip i thought it was so amazing that you would even share that self-doubt i can't i can relate to your doubt it means everything to hear someone i admire so much share something so personal that right there is the heart of how you impact me and i think others as well when everyone else is trying to cultivate a sense of perfection and false importance through social media you're willing to share your vulnerabilities and doubts and imperfections and it's so refreshing and very very rare and amazing so much respect and love to you for you and rod thank you for uh doing the podcast my favorite podcast of all time others come and go but i haven't missed a single episode for about two plus years now until next time i love you oh thank you mcamey baby thank you very much and and i don't know if it's because i'm of my age and stuff like that but nobody's perfect and everybody has flaws and everybody has issues and everybody has problems but everybody thinks that they're the only one that have experienced things and everybody thinks that they're the only one that's go through things and society is structured to make you feel like that because it's something powerful in unity it's something powerful in knowing that you're not alone it's something uh, uh, uh wonderful about knowing that there are people out there who some look like you and some don't but you have this connection because the thing about it uh there's power in numbers 
you know and particularly being a woman um from the time um you're born little girls are always taught to question and self-doubt and and not believe in yourself and just think that everything about you is wrong even sometimes your whole existence something about it is just wrong so yeah um i don't mind sharing these things because i know that i'm not the only one and i know that the things that i go through in life sometimes it's not just for me it's to share with other people to let them know that they're not alone yeah i I think that's uh something we all go through um but yeah people don't share it often Mm -hmm. and also social media kind of rewards people to present themselves as like perfect beacons of i never fuck up i always get things right i put hold the world to task and it rewards you to make that your brand and everything too correct correct and i'm i'm not about you know that you know and and i like it's okay to show imperfections and yeah we do live in a society where i got to be perfect i got to be perfect everybody's fucking up i don't do nothing wrong everybody's fucking up even when i do fuck up i'm not going to acknowledge or admit or say i'm sorry i'm just going to act like the shit didn't exist and just keep it and keep it going but that's not realistic and i guess i don't know if it's a generational thing but that, that just that's not how i function yeah um then uh we had episode 1562 fast feedback uh where c-sig left uh, um uh comment someone wrote in asking about console recommendations and y'all recommended the wii u were you maybe consider confusing the wii u with the switch we were i realized that after we recorded the show Uh-oh. i was like oh fuck i meant the switch oh yeah the switch the <laughs> switch is the new one that came out this year you can really use the portable console the wii u is a previous generation that had a touchscreen controller but i but isn't really portable outside your house the wii u might still be the best bet for a young kid in under the 300 dollars price range because i think the switch starts at 300 before all of the accessories okay okay well then go with the wii u still uh but yeah the switch is the one i was talking about i think yeah. mm-hmm. but same thing kind of applies with the wii u like i feel like kids would probably get more out of that than the like a, a xbox one or a playstation mm-hmm uh especially if you're looking for little kids games correct the poll was easy do you watch did you watch stranger things yes or no because i watched season two and i did a recap of it with nick jew for premium people it's an off-season review you guys can hear that uh also i did a movie review spoiled spoil movie review with chris lambert yesterday for uh, roman j israel the new denzel washington movie mm-hmm. um and of course as always with chris lambert we ran long it took like an hour and a half but we talked about all kinds of stuff i love to hear y'all talk to each other and um then uh karen and i did an off-season review for inhumans mm-hmm. um so you guys can check all that stuff out if you're a premium listener uh did you watch stranger things yes 47 percent. no 53 percent. so pretty much 50 50 black gatheist palette says absolutely loved it i know people complained that it relied too much on using 80s nostalgia and that it was just an et remake but i was fine with that there were times i forgot that it was made in 2017 i really liked it too i know it's a nostalgic thing or whatever but i don't know it, it, it was fun um kind of silly over the top sci-fi a little scary but pretty good um we had episode 1563 which was called taking out the trash um we introduced our depressing new segment taking out the trash uh which is uh has everybody talking um, i know uh a lot of trucks a lot of a lot of trash out there in the world guys. i mean they're actually still rolling now we're not playing the music i i think they're like uh they is a non-stop 24 hours seven days a week yeah like just trash pickup it's always trash day around these parts <laughs> come on 
um so yeah we uh we did that episode 1563 we got some comments jay full says i think there's great value in rape rehab but that should be the starting point and not the ending point if men are being honest with ourselves 95 percent of us at least could stand to go through some kind of training and rehabilitation to unlearn rape culture and misogyny some people can unlearn by listening to others but some of these niggas really need intensive therapy um yeah it's funny because to me what the problem is the rape rehab thing is essentially these predators going to real facilities that help people that suffer from actual pro like actual issues that they have and i don't know that that we should put sexual predation and abuse in the same category right and especially when it's only done after the person is busted like we're not talking about well this you know kevin spacey realized he had a problem 10 years ago and started going to these rehab facilities this feels like pr this feels like a pr team tells them well go get in rehab if you go to court or something later if one of these accusations comes up we can one publicly rehabilitate you and say well i went to, to treatment um and then the other thing we can do is um later on we can go well um your honor he knew he had a problem so he went to rehab and he's getting counseling and shit and it's like well it's kind of too late for that um like what about all the 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 abuse you you've done like that that seems like a very easy out and then lastly those facilities do work for real yes for other people yeah they do so now you have these huge circus star like this big circus uh around around these people right when a lot of people just normal people just trying to go get help right and like so it just i don't know it feels skeevy feels wrong i don't full disclosure i don't have the right answers to everything i don't know what you're supposed to do uh i understand there are people that are like rapists shouldn't even go to jail like there's like it gotta be some type of way to we can figure this all out with nobody going to jail and everything i don't know what the right answers are but i just know that it doesn't feel right when you know uh, someone's been preying on people for 20 30 years and then they just show up like i'm in rape rehab guys i guess i'm cool you know so um anonymous says totally agree with that education on rape culture misogyny is necessary at a young age and before these incidents happen i'm thinking about the defense for people like louis ck richard dreyfus charlie rose and others who claim they thought the feelings were mutual they basically are saying i didn't know i couldn't do that but a huge part of rape culture is the fear that forces women to smile and placate just to keep ourselves safe yeah also you can't believe these guys like no offense but i mean it's like it's like how every cop that shoots a black person knows to say i was in fear of my life come on and tagline it doesn't matter what the video says what they say what happens what the actions are every single time they show up in court what do they say the same thing i was in fear of my life i was scared it's like what well, a person didn't have a weapon his back was to you oh, he was following your instructions well i, I was in fear of my life i killed him and because uh, i thought he was going to do something and and we've accepted that in society as well if you're scared i guess you gotta sometimes you kill people when you're scared okay well i feel like a lot of this like i didn't know i couldn't do that is like the sexual abusers version of i was i was in fear of my life right because what do you mean you didn't know you could pull your dick out and start masturbating in two of your colleagues like room like what do you mean you didn't know that what do you mean you didn't know you could to ask a woman for a massage at her job where she's not a masseuse was was inappropriate 
like i don't buy this bullshit like they know it's inappropriate they know it's wrong they they what happened is it's not that they didn't know they couldn't do that they knew they could do it and get away with it and now and they're and they're shocked now that it's coming up that hey people never like that you can't get away with it and retroactively we're bringing up your old shit and everybody now you got a bunch of men running around scared because they've been abusing and, and doing this kind of shit to women for a long time um as a black woman works in hollywood i think it's awful but it's not that comforting to see these dudes getting exposed either not to be a negative nancy but a lot of the older white guys are being cleared out to make room for younger folks who are even more dangerous because they're in their prime most most really powerful people in hollywood are trash behind the scenes even black folks even women even your face how do you think they become really powerful in the first place talent and hard work only go so far i work here because i love what i do and if you can believe it i still think it's the best business in the world in a lot of ways but like james baldwin said the price one pays to pursue any calling is an intimate knowledge of its ugly side um i understand that but the thing i would add is that i'm not just talking about that's why i keep talking about the confederate statue part and i don't know if it's resonating with the audience or if maybe that analogy is not getting through but i really do mean it it's confederate statues right now like it's not that you're being a negative nancy as long as the system is still in place that if you get to a certain level in hollywood you have unbridled unchecked power there's no balances to it there's no no governing bodies there's nothing to say hey just because you're powerful doesn't you can fucking put your hand down someone's pants right then then nothing's really changing no it's not getting kevin spacey out of there doesn't mean shit if robin penn wright is now the lead and she's like and i'm also a predator not saying that that's what's happening right but i mean if the if then we have to wait another 20 years for for enough people to go hey robin penn wright uh grab my titties and uh force herself on me and then and then we go oh my god we got to get rid of her it's like but what about this whole thing that we put in place in the first place right i mean people ain't shit but certain certain we need to operate under the auspices of people ain't shit but we need checks and balances to keep motherfuckers in check because instead of going i just want you to be a good person and i expect you not to do this what we should be saying is we need a system in place so when this happens because it will happen we can quietly get this motherfucker to fuck about the paint and, and keep ha- our shit going right and everybody don't have to lose their job and it we don't, don't stop to- a hold and it don't stop like i said production right don't, like we don't have to derail and get rid of the whole thing off of one person right we don't need to hold like um we don't need to make it where people are held hostages right like oh we can't get rid of louis ck because then what about his other shows that he produces well that's just too fucking bad like at some point we, you're gonna we're gonna have to start like writing it into because listen they can write this is how you know it's bullshit sorry get on my soapbox but if you can write into harvey weinstein's contract that he can fucking get uh accused of multiple times of sexually harassing women as long as he pays out a certain amount he can keep his job then you could have wrote it the other way because it's literally in writing you are legally putting in a system of abuse in in a place uh, to to keep him at the top no matter what happens that that's in writing they also have it where if you sully the company's reputation that's a nebulous way to put it but you can get fired who gets to decide what sullying a reputation is because they use it against his accusers and not him so like i said it's a system that needs to be taken down it's not these one or two men that's like they can literally get rid of all the men at the top of hollywood that are sexually abusive right now and as you said uh, anonymous 
they would replace they could replace them with another person that could be just as abusive and we go right through this shit again i don't I, I, sadly that's why i don't feel too much hope about all this like a lot of people are like no nah, the game has changed it's forever i was talking to my dad on thanksgiving and, and you know I, we were talking about this situation uh because uh his friend was there and he was like yeah i feel like all these women are coming out now and i said you know why because you have to get it in while you can come on and my dad was like no nah, i think it's changed i think it's gonna be better i said i i feel you and i and i wish i could share the same enthusiasm and honestly i hope i'm wrong i don't get off on quote unquote being right about shit like this because it would be better for society if we have actually made it a leap forward that we don't take back that things change but i said to my dad i said you know this feels a lot like black lives matter under obama right and how some black people got more radical and more progressive under obama because they could see the sun setting basically and it was like i have to push this dude because at least he'll listen at least he'll like hear us out at least he'll give us a platform at least he'll let us address the nation and address himself and all this stuff i have to do this because it's the closest i'm ever gonna get and as soon as trump gets in office it's like oh yeah forget all that marching don't worry about trying to meet at the white house it's really a fruitless endeavor at this point right we have to pick our time um and you know i think the same thing now with people listening to women because basically it started with powerful white women in hollywood and that's when people started listening this would have never happened when it was bill cosby he made sure to have powerless women with no names harvey weinstein's biggest quote-unquote mistake was actually doing this to women with agency women that went on to become somebody women that didn't want not all those women signed those ndas and shit not all those women need that money so then eventually it just piled up on them and then women just start talking about their harassment everywhere you got people coming out from twitter uh meetups from social media you like people are coming out to be like these are these inappropriate things that happen to me well i think as long as we keep the uh foot on the gas right now you'll will they'll continue to get abusive men about the paint for a little bit yeah but it won't last but i think all these men um sadly will be back yes they will i think all of them will be back i don't think maybe weinstein will be quote unquote gone nobody but gets canceled and- i think they'll all be back especially the actors will be back um i think uh the the impetus to get rid of these abusive people will stop at some point and it'll turn back to the looking at the sexual abuse victims and survivors and say hey what do you want me to do it's just too much i mean damn i'm supposed to not watch anything because it's gonna because once it's gonna turn i already saw people start turning once it started being some of their faves like once it was al franken it was a totally different ball game you know people as much shit as people talk about lena dunham a lot of people be sounding like lena dunham when it's someone they like getting accused come on you know and i'm not like i said this is not to say believe women doesn't mean don't question anything they say it's the truth and that's the end like believe women means like believe them the same way you believe a motherfuckers like hey you know it's gonna rain outside okay cool well let me uh put on a coat just in case let me get an umbrella just in case let me uh check the weather app you know because that's what happens when a lot of these cases we just go bitch you lying and walk away but if you believe women um like with the al franken case you know people didn't want to believe that woman even though they had picture evidence oh it's just a one-off she forgave him forget it three four more women come out now it's like "Mm, maybe him too you know what i'm saying so i feel like uh but that impetus of 
it's starting to get everybody good and bad people i like people i don't like i think that's what's gonna kill it because i think people are they're not really committed they're not really principled people Mm-mm. pick their spots and if, if it starts happening with somebody they like then it's kind of like man i can't i can't do this no more so that's what i worry about you know uh but but thank you for writing in and karen i'm sorry did you have something to add i didn't mean to cut you off mm-hmm. i i completely understand i completely agree with and it's one of those things because of the structure of our system and the way it's designed like you say this is only going to go but so far then after a while people are going to get tired it's quote unquote not going to be the trend it's not going to be what's popping in the street you know it's going to be one of those things it's going to be quote unquote a wave you know on social media and now all of a sudden it's gonna be back to you bitches is lying again you know right. like that's what it always turns back down to at the end of the day because as long as you have a system where men fuck up and other men protect these men you're gonna always have this problem and it's men protecting these rapists and sexual assaulters and abusers that will never and have never abused a woman a day in their lives but you're standing on the front line taking bullets for somebody that has done something to a woman and you're part of the problem when you jump in talk about not on men when you jump in talk about but this one time my buddy i don't want to hear that shit because you know what when people talk about the cops killing people y'all niggas don't give a fuck they'll be like well this one cop i don't give a fuck about that one cop yeah okay what's the difference what is the difference well, you be talking about the good cops why don't, right. why don't the good cops stand up it's one of those things but why don't the good men stand up because a lot of times you niggas pick and choose when y'all speak out because when stuff be happening and people put stuff on social media all the time it's crickets 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 and then all of a sudden i normally don't say nothing well why don't you normally say nothing nigga right you like like these are the questions that i ask right. i know i normally keep quiet well why 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 is this the time that you speak out that's the problem i have why right well i just find it interesting because um you know i don't even say just men defending it it is people correct you know women break ranks all the time yes, on this shit do. you know like it's it's a sickness within our society within our culture man we can't uh i don't know sometimes it just feels so hopeless because it's like like i said get it in while you can now i it's not for me to say but it's it's definitely the temperament i think of humanity is to go back to not doing anything right so just if you you know if it it, that's why it looks like a deluge of stuff because you're talking about decades and decades and decades of women that stayed silent coming out right now it's it's if you think this is the this is the tip of the iceberg yes sir there's still women that um you know won't come out there's still women that you know uh have to make these choices you know and and i say this as a black person um it's like when you have white friends your white friend might say something racist but you still feel like they're your friend and maybe you take them to the side and you educate them you say hey don't do that right now if that's my friend okay so like 20 years later it's it's the trend is in we telling every time a white person did some bullshit to us we out here in the streets yelling at people and and let's say white people are losing their jobs over it right i probably wouldn't tell on that friend because that's a story for me and him like yep you fucked up we talked about it i'm good on it i actually am not gonna bring it back up and get you fired today 20 years later well with sexual assault and stuff as common as it is sexual harassment improprieties things like this there's women all over the world quote unquote doing people a favor quote unquote of being like 
i'm just not gonna tell because so-and-so might have did that shit but he was 21 and we were drunk or this or that you know later on i saw him kind of like grow up and he he apologized and so we're good but it doesn't mean it didn't happen right it doesn't mean that she couldn't just come up right now and be like you know leonardo DiCaprio did so-and-so to me or something like there's probably a thousand women with stories that just aren't coming out on certain people because i feel like that's how toxic it is and how the environment is so yeah i i and i and, and in a way it's because less women are coming out about just everybody because i really do feel like there'll be a story on everybody um in a way it's almost doing men a favor right because this will eventually end up exhausting people and they'll be like i don't care anymore but if if they did everybody you know like aired out everybody right now like the environment like maybe something would be done maybe people would make systemic changes rather than just get rid of one guy right because that overall doesn't uh change anything it doesn't change the system like you say you're just kind of just knocking the peg out and putting another uh, piece there but it doesn't guarantee that that piece is just as good or better you hope it is but right. you can't guarantee that because there's no check of, checks or balances no and nobody no background checks no nothing nobody's held accountable nobody's held uh responsible and this is the first time we actually listen to just accusations like normally it's like did you go to court did you did he get found guilty because we we have been operating under this idea of like well if they weren't found guilty of sexual assault then i don't know what to tell you right and you know we only do it for this you know like i said and you said it before it's a lot of uh cops that got off but niggas believe they're guilty they don't give a fuck not just cops people yeah people Zimmerman. done shit and you yeah. go yeah you did that shit well that they went free i don't give a fuck they did right. it but when it come to rape you know people go well need, they didn't get charged yeah. it was like but it everybody need a reasonable doubt when it comes to sexual assault right beyond a reasonable doubt eve says this new taking out the trash is so depre- depressing but necessary i think the issue oh. with gabby douglas is that although she has come out as a victim herself i think she has internalized the abuse and blames herself and therefore projected it on her teammate i also believe based on what simone biles tweet that she doesn't get along with the other girls and they may there may have been tension there already because she could have just said nothing instead of victim blaming yeah I, that seems to be a huge part because even simone biles comments seem to be like i'm not surprised as you and it's like mm, mm, the sound like beef uh i just hope she can learn from this she's young and still has a lot of living to do yeah i think she's only 22 or something um and as i said on the show at the time and i will reiterate because i feel like uh um uh on my facebook page somebody was kind of bringing this up being like well how is this different than when um remember when danny was on the show we were at the studio shout out productions and she mm-hmm. was kind of talking about her white side of her family mm-hmm. and black side of family and talking about um it was something where like these police were private their private recordings with this therapist were put into the public she was a black therapist and she basically put out their innermost thoughts and i was like you know i personally am probably too militant to give a fuck that she did this but in a way it's actually bad for the system yes it is um because now one you gonna give police officers more reason to lie even in their therapy sessions come on two um you know you're probably gonna get fired um it definitely violates some sort of client patient privilege like yes, it does. you know it was like but i understood she was trying to do it you know in her own way but it was kind of unprofessional you know and danny Very. danny was kind of like yeah she did the cops dirty and i like i said i could see it both ways um and you know uh so this person on my on my page just kind of like well how is this how is it any different when 
it was gabby douglas because you said don't go in on danny on her you know to the because everybody was about to like one we had to wrap up but two uh everybody was kind of wanting to go in on danny and i was like hey hold up now like don't go on twitter and harass her and shit like that you know like i don't encourage any of that for our guests Mm -hmm. or or the fans but the thing is i am consistent i said the same thing about gabby i can't stop people from dragging her obviously i'm not fucking a powerful dictator of twitter or whatever like if but i said i thought it was harsh and unfair when i saw people talking about her hair and shit the people that had stood up for her in the past it's it's like but people's principles go out the window when they upset it's one of the reasons i try not to live in anger Mm because anger makes you feel powerful but it's not and it's a temporary it's temporary yeah you're out of control and that's not actually power um Mm -hmm. but anyway you know like my i i can only navigate my way and i would never come up to and be like well bitch you about to get your edges ripped out like you did you know like i would never do some shit like that Mm-mm. um like I, I don't i just literally don't believe in that the same way that i when i talked to danny when she was when i we we may have slightly disagreed um and i really do mean slightly i don't think because people try to act like danny was talking crazy and she wasn't no, but she wasn't. um but yeah we may have slightly disagreed but that's part of the thing i'm talking about where we got to have love for each other and grace for each other and not just because you like somebody or they your fave but like even when you hate even when you don't like somebody there has to be a little bit within you because that's for me i can't speak to y'all for me there's a little bit of grace within me for everybody correct because the people are fucked up shit happens to people and that's normally what makes people fucked up it doesn't mean you excuse everything it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you don't ever say you're wrong about this it doesn't mean that you can't even be angry at somebody but i try to stay out of the like i'm a name call you i'm a get on your twitter and harass you i'm a you know i try to stay out of that kind of shit because especially with shit like what gabby said you don't know i don't know what happened to gabby you know and then it turns out like the next day she put out i'm sure we'll talk about on the show but she put out an article that said she had been abused by that same doctor right so now you have some of this like it could be self-hate she sounded religious you know there's a lot of that good girls don't get sexually assaulted in religion uh in america um it's you know it's it just and it's and it sounded like she didn't like her teammate it just sounded shady you know what i mean but i can't stop people from dragging her but i don't have to participate so i wouldn't talk bad about gabby the same way i wouldn't talk bad about danny you know like ultimately we disagree but i really think it would behoove a lot more people to stop performing and trying to come for people for the for the cheers of a crowd or some retweets and and be more be more i don't know i feel like at least conscientious of it if you're conscientious of it and you decide that's your brand that's your thing that's what you're gonna do then go hey do your thing what am i gonna say right but sometimes it's just like really that like we gotta come for her the same way you come for like uh matter of fact i made this joke the other day are we uh like lena dunham apologize i guess we gotta be easy on her the way we are on gabby and it's an obvious joke because lena dunham's done like 12 things you know what i mean like i it just but it feels like people come at come at it the same intensity for everybody and i'm like all right man if that if that's what y'all want to do but to me it's like i i i don't see it the same i think she's wrong um but i don't know her life like that to, to also you know i felt bad about chrisette michelle man 
i still kind of feel bad you know like that was some bullshit that she said and did and that and fucked up to use someone else's picture of a miscarriage and shit like it she sounds like a shady fucked up person but i don't know what's what's up with her like i don't know how she got to that point or whatever um i mean i don't consume her music or anything but and like i said maybe empathy overload i've sometimes i just feel bad for people even when i don't agree with them or don't like them i still feel bad because i'm like what happened to you that and, and the thing is you have to see the humanity in people and i think we live in a society where nobody wants to see the humanity they only want to see the humanity in themselves they only want grace and mercy applied upon themselves and right. their family members and their loved ones and it's like fuck everybody else but that's unrealistic because you have to you have to well you don't have to it would behoove you to extend that to other people right um because the same grace and mercy that you want on your people and your folks you you know you need to extend that out um in my opinion Mm -hmm. and it's and for me it's one of those things where even back on Danny, we're talking about danny the thing is what i realized is that we can disagree but we still need to listen and you need to allow people who have different opinions than you to express themselves right and you brought up a good point particularly with social media social media has made it where people don't want to have nuanced conversations they want to win a fucking debate and sometimes i want to have a conversation i don't want debate i don't want bullet points i don't want something i don't want you developing the conversation talking about everything else but the fuck my point is all because you want the cheers or the claps and then you go get them and you drag them and 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 that's not i don't function like that and there's a lot of people who go on social media and talk like that but when i talk to you face to face you don't respond like that you're very smart and very intelligent and we can have a deep well out thought thoughtful discussion but it's like so for some reason social media uh causes people to to turn that side of them off where it it doesn't become about actually having a conversation learning because that's the thing i can disagree with you and learn you can disagree with me and learn you know i can say okay i've never thought of it like that because nobody knows everything and a lot of times when you have conversations with people they bring their personal experiences up and you be like you know what i never really thought of it like that or you know what this is causing me to challenge myself or to open my mind, open my heart, open my eyes, open my soul to something outside of what I normally experience. And the thing is, social media, for some people, don't, uh, they don't, they, they just don't do that, you know. And it can be very frustrating. That's why sometimes in certain conversations, the debates, the things that I see go up and down social media, I just don't comment because everybody, I feel like this sometimes on particularly when they're angry people get so wrapped up in their feelings and their emotions and shit like that that they are irrational and illogical and they just cut off all forms of rationality rationality to what you're like okay you really aren't in the spot or in the place where you want to have a conversation with me you just mad there's also consequences for actions right like i can't stop like i saw what gabby said and went yeah that's fucked up and then right. you know what i can't stop her from getting roasted i can't stop the people that react to it i like i understand how it works because i also understand it the other way which is that when people get mad it is what it is at this time at this point on social media if you don't know then that's on you um but you know uh i i mean of course with every single person that has an infraction you hope they learn from it you hope something yeah, good comes from it but you don't know right but you hope but um the thing i was gonna add though like when people don't like somebody 
their principles go out the window yes it does and i think it frustrates me but it's human and i struggle with it because i understand that like that's a human thing i don't like you so even when you do something great i can't put that down for a second and go well i'm glad they did that Uh, you know what i mean and and i guess i struggle with that you know because even and vice versa too like i love person they did something shitty i can't put my like for them down enough to go you what you did was shitty you know but some of it's so performative like you know if somebody says some shit and you disagree with it if you don't go find a twitter and put out some tweets into their timeline about how fuck you and all this shit for everybody then someone because of how people are on social media now someone will be looking at that like oh you i saw you didn't say nothing when so-and-so did this and it's like oh because you were always saying something to everybody else so now it sticks out like a sore thumb which is one of the reasons i don't really participate in that Mm-mm. let me go find so-and-so and tell them about itself because it's like why would that. i do that right i don't do that i don't go at people i don't go find people i right. don't go out of my way but some people do is my point. right and then what's even fucked up it my opinion was even more fucked up if i'm on my personal timeline putting out stuff on my timeline and then you, you hop find, up right you mm-hmm. hop up and then you at that person i did not at them and it, it, right. and, and, and and it was not i hate that it, it was not your responsibility nor your authority to at them if i wanted to at them i would have on my own or the behalf. people that do the like you ain't got nothing to say about this like uh are you paying me like are you paying for my personal thoughts you know what i mean so like it's that weird type of shit like that where i think we've all started to grow accustomed to it and deal with it because people view us as somebody they consume not a human being anymore but i don't want to ever lose that right so um you know but like uh for example kim kardashian uh is, is supposedly paying for legal representation um for that girl who's accused of well not accused she was convicted of killing her rapist in self-defense and they convicted her of murder right in the sec i think she was in uh was sex slave and she was trying to she was sex trafficked yeah yeah. sex trafficking and she was basically trying to escape and ended up killing him right um and 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 i've still seen people like trying to find a way to come to like shit on kim kardashian while she's literally trying to help this woman you know this girl like essentially she's she's not even that old so like i'm like you couldn't put the hate down for it for a second and be like you know because it's not like you had to comment right you could have just said nothing right but for a second you couldn't be like so if let's say i'm let's say that you think this is the most self-serving thing she's not being altruistic at all she didn't decide to like she's helping her for some bad reason i don't know what it would be but this is how people you know people believe these like insidious things about folks even if the end result was something a net positive to help um centoya brown you would you couldn't put your hate down for one second mm-hmm. it's shit like that where i'm like what's wrong with people like something's wrong with people because because all you did was tweet out some shit all you did was sign a petition for some shit you didn't put up a single dollar you didn't you haven't like if anything you're signal boosting this might be the end result i signal boosted enough retweeted enough spread enough awareness that it got to a kim kardashian's attention who said i have millions of dollars let me spend some money to help this woman 
and you still shit on her because it wasn't the right person to pick up like it's that kind of it's that kind of shit where i'm like i don't know i don't know how to handle people in general when it comes to shit like that so right um because i i I don't function like that and yeah and the thing about uh kim kardashian i i i knew that people didn't like her like i said i'm very neutral on kim kardashian yes she does fucked up shit don't get me wrong and and stuff like that you know because everybody does you know nobody's perfect everybody messes up on social media whatever but my thing particularly on that thing where her like her jewelry got stolen and shit like that people acted a motherfucking fool and made jokes she was like it's just for the show and shit and all that right he was like no 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 baby that wasn't a joke and we was talking about like uh when her baby went to um they had a fashion show and, right. and her, her, her daughter uh um, north cried right and, and people lost their motherfucking mind and right. started challenging and acting like it was unrealistic and it was like yo y'all got problems because some of this attacking her is just ridiculous like this right. is just if this was a normal ass person you wouldn't respond with this right. much hatred and 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 and, and vow towards one person is actually just trying to live her life yeah it's just like i said i don't consume them so i don't have the uh low tolerance that you know a lot of people say somehow everybody hates them they still have this number one reality show whatever but the point being is it just kind of getting back to the gabby thing is it seemed like people's principles shift on a dime like that yeah, it does you know um so anyway all that to say like i've seen on social media too much of like what happens when you say stuff like what she said so i knew she was gonna get dragged it wasn't i was just like that's unfortunate yeah i can't um and and also there's a lot of people that were like hold up don't drag her stop 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 and i'm like okay but then i know that you're only saying that because you like her because y'all typically don't say that if she would have just been some motherfucker with 200 followers that you don't know it would have been like i don't give a fuck that she's a young black woman i don't know her you know what I'm saying? so it's like i've rooted for this woman in the olympics so i'm going to stop and and defend her if but there's plenty of people i see get drugged that ain't in the olympics and nobody ever stops and pulls up she's young i was like this too i'll learn i learned she can learn i wish we i wish it was more of the latter but mm-hmm. once again i understand people are human and correct you know it's to expect that would be ridiculous but i just you know i just sometimes i look at these dragons and all this shit and i just hope that i don't know i just hope that people get a chance to grow but i just think on the other side of the table people don't really grow from the quote-unquote dragons that people on twitter really get off on and social media and stuff like people say oh i wish i want to uh, i want you to grow from that but how am i supposed to grow with this and half of y'all saying you're gonna kill me people calling me bitch people threatening you know i hope you get raped and shit like that it's like those unfortunately because of how we are as humans those sink in more than the gentle like gabby please i need you to understand unfortunately that's just a, it's a bad environment it's a as much as it's a toxic environment to exist in it's also a toxic environment when we would to have a quote-unquote growing moment or all this shit it's also toxic to learn in this is a very i don't know it's a very bad i think i delete my twitter all the time now because i'm just like what's what's supposed to happen here you know like what good is coming of this right now um anyway do you think gabby will grow from this yes or no 71 71 say yes and 29 percent say no i I, I hope she does yeah I, i already do hope she does too um, because the thing is, uh, somebody brought up in the chat room, 
uh social media and not for everybody because you know some people uh their persona on social media isn't the real them but for most people that's who they are like right. like like the person out there no sympathy no empathy just acting correct that's literally who they are mm-hmm. yeah um all right we got episode 1564 the right to remain silent but deadly a lot of fart jokes in this one miss <laughs> 1ko says thanks for the golden globe breakdown that comedy musical category is a straight workaround scam hopefully get out gets a win though girl trips was funny girl trip was funny side note karen you aren't ignorant for thinking the comedy categories for comedy that just makes you literate <laughs> yes yeah, comedy the, the category is actually comedy and musical right i was confused rod i need you to write that screenplay about the 175 year old woman to play the lead in love with her zombie husband lol ha <laughs> rb says hearing you speak about the stories that came from north korea reminded me of a biography that came out in the last couple of years by yonmi park who escaped with her mom when she was 13 she's just now 24 years old the book is extraordinary not because of its hyperbolic uh hyperbolic and propagandist but because the situation she found herself in was so unlike anything most people would ever experience it's called in order to live a north korea girl's journey to freedom and it's a fairly quick read for anyone interested thanks rb and the poll was do you forgive chrisette michelle uh yes welcome back to the cookout she did make that uh black lives matter song she did uh and uh the other answer is hell no no wait no hell no even 100 percent of y'all said no hell no even she cannot come back to the cookout you're gonna have to do a little bit more than that brooklyn shubay says we warned people about trump we warned you you didn't listen so don't come back now fuck you that's not that's for the conservative jews in my nyc neighborhood the conservative christians the legal immigrants who came became christians the woman hating male liberals the women voting against their own interests we warned them that trump wasn't for them and now they're seeing it and experiencing but you supported him so fuck you forever uh really dark night says i got nothing to add to what brooklyn shubay said forever dog yeah i hear y'all 100 percent. that was uh very rare on our very we, we didn't have a troll yeah Oof. uh i bet y'all are black women too yeah i also just think she hasn't really put in that much work Mm-mm. like i said the you thing know. is I, I do have empathy and sympathy but the thing is change is an action change is just not you saying you change it's a right. verb you have you have to put something behind it it's got it's got to be more than a song mm-hmm. you got to show me that you actually kind of learned right you know because a lot of times this is that fake thing and the thing is when people are looking for you to change if it's sincere only time will tell then if it's not you get mad and frustrated that ain't nobody embracing you and then you turn back and get angry but will that mean you wasn't doing this for the right reasons the, the next episode is 1565 lavar versus lavar uh hi i so appreciate the awkward silences from brooklyn shoe babe after you said that sarah silverman fell in love with trump voters at first i thought my connection dropped but then i heard ah! queen karen's disgusted sigh yes girl i had just made the same sound i also love your analysis of lavar ball although i don't pay attention to him except when you talk about him on balls deep i want him to keep agitating trump be the troll that black people need i'm grateful for tbgwt happy thanksgiving rod and karen 
anonymous says lol i'm guilty of using facebook marketplace last year i sold my xbox one then i upgraded to a one s i like the fact that you can see the person's facebook and how long they've been on facebook it made me feel a little safer about the transaction love the show happy thanksgiving oh i didn't think about that yeah i guess so really dark night says riding queen karen although what is going uh, about what is going down in zimbabwe is very interesting to me no not because there was a military coup and they took over the country not because people's lives will be upset will be upset while a new government is getting set up nope rod should have kept reading that article they found eight billion dollars in cash in mugabe's home that's right dog eight motherfucking billion straight cash homie <laughs> i usually that nigga was swimming in there like swim through screws with duck right? damn he was balling i usually dismiss lavar ball but since my timeline blew up i watched for three minutes funny how chris kumo tried to get lavar to thank trump and he wasn't having one bit of that shit mm-hmm. lavar burton's mentions on the other hand can rest in peace with all the racism that must be coming his way <laughs> right uh ev says i hope lavar ball never apologized to trump i was reading somewhere from someone who practices international law that lavar was probably right and didn't do much of anything for the that he didn't do much of anything for those students because shoplifting really is considered a small offense even in china i it wouldn't have been more the more than likely they would have gotten deported because they're foreigners the point of doing something nice for someone is not for the thanks but because it's the right thing to do so i love that lavar ball has gotten under mango mussolini skin fuck trump troll on lavar troll on yeah like we're not at the point where lavar ball becomes the time magazine person of the year just a troll trump i'd be okay with it i would too and they said somebody boosted stocks or something some stocks went up like he made money off of this uh, i don't i guess some people try to get them shoes i don't know mm-hmm. that rotisserie chicken uh yes rotisserie destructo kitty says the zimbabwe situation has been such an emotional roller coaster as someone that's from the neighboring country all my zimbabwean uh zambian all my zambian group chats been busy as hell personally i never liked to do because even after helping free the country from colonial occupation he then went and participated in a lot of shady stuff that ended up hurting people of the country i have a lot of complicated feelings about it but i'm glad he's been forced out i do find some of the commentary from white british folks interesting though a whole lot of folks celebrating with vaguely racist undertones also don't get me started on older folks who were mad britain's occupation ended too just a mess shaking my head yeah i like i said i know enough to know i don't know right so i ain't really got no high takes on any of that Mm-mm. uh should lavar ball thank trump yes no or never lost never lost uh yes got zero percent of the vote zero percent of our audience thinks they that lavar ball should thank trump no 47 percent say do not thank him and 53 percent say never lost yes my god I, I picked that one 10 12 fingers head full of hair yes <laughs> 10 feet tall <laughs> ah! oh i hope keenan get to do lavar ball again tonight yes if they don't do lavar ball tonight snl really wasted a fucking great impression um oh, man all right um thank god for negan was our walking dead recap only eve wrote in she says i'm keeping my fingers crossed gabe is just faking because i'm not ready for him to go just yet if he dies i wanted to be in a blaze of glory i think he will he, he he's been on long enough when he come on season four or five some running there something like that yeah so he's been on long enough and we got background and we watched him grow and um normally the walking dead is really good but if you've been on there for any extensive period of time you're you know when you die it's not a pointless death 
mm-hmm. is actually really me- uh, more meaningful i hope so man i hope you're right karen um i don't think they would do him like that the poll oh go ahead oh no because he actually means something to the storyline and and he's almost he's somewhat of the heart you know kind of keep people found you know foundation and rooted so yeah i hope he don't die but if he does i i think they'll do him justice i think he probably got bit and he gonna die next week um or whenever they show him again he's gonna be dying trying to get carson out before he turns ah that would make sense uh do you think gabe was bitten yes or no yes 29 percent, and 71 percent say no he's just sick so interesting uh let me see if we have any voicemails i don't remember if i played this one from sunday on skype i think we got two voicemails hey rod and karen this is gerald i'm pretty new to the show i'll make this quick because i only know i only got two minutes um I love the reviews that, that Rod and Boxy do for Just Too Much. Uh, and then I also love the reviews you guys have been doing for The Walking Dead. But it kills me sometimes that a few of the small nuances in both shows, y'all seem to skip over or not catch when you're watching it. And one of the things that just caught me in this episode of, um, uh, I forget the name of the episode, but the last, the last Walking Dead episode, talking about the first time that Jerry saw Ezekiel out of character. In reality, Jerry is the one who broke character first in front of Ezekiel because when he came over and he split that dude in half, he turned around, he saw the zombies coming, and he turned back to him, and out of his character, he said, uh, uh, hey, man, let me borrow this real quick. He went over, killed those guys, and then came back, and he was like, all right, get behind me, your majesty, but he wasn't using his voice. Mm. And then Ezekiel was the one who said, and I'm I'm not your majesty or whatever you said. He was like, dude, I really need you to be. So Jerry broke character first. He was like, man, it's real right now. It's just me and you. Let's just be real. Get this knocked out. But you're still my king. I still need you to be that. So so don't give up on me. So it wasn't that Jerry got broken down by Ezekiel. Ezekiel was broken down by the fact that Jerry was like, look, we can break character right now. We got work to do. And then ezekiel was comfortable breaking character so uh if y'all go back and rewatch that just notice that that it was actually jerry and ezekiel were both like all right we got to handle this right now but jerry was the one keeping ezekiel in in intact saying hey you still have to be the king we still need you right now we're gonna handle this business but uh appreciate it and y'all have a good one all right first of all gerald thank you for right calling in mm-hmm. uh secondly um i did mention that during the show the thing is it's not a big deal that jerry broke character he's done it before uh he's done it several times actually it's kind of what makes him funny is that he breaks character all the time uh i mean he'll be like your majesty this your majesty that but even when they met uh when rick and that crew met ezekiel for the first time and they were on that stage and that like um little um what do you call it uh that it was like a multi-purpose room or something mm-hmm. when they seen shiva yeah he, he broke character then you know that's that's jerry jerry's character is he breaks character he'll go from your your highness and your majesty to dude but ser- really bro like like that's his whole thing so to me it was not a big deal um and i did mention the whole thing where he's like i really need you to be um but it was even then zekiel broke character differently than what it when he broke it at the creek it was different because it went at the fence it was kind of like 
jerry we still don't need like it was still like that and he's like but when he was at the creek come on man he was up there like i'm just a nigga from detroit help <laughs> God, why are you even following me i just let them eat me like it was different like he had literally just given up hope like, yeah like it was completely different and i also i think that uh for zeke to break character it it meant something it, it, it meant a lot more yeah because his whole thing was people supported him because of that and when he looked at him he was basically like i'm just a regular person that that affects the people that's trying to follow you even mm-hmm. though they understand that you're quote-unquote not a king it's one of those things where they have to but like he like he's t- told carol they got to believe in something they ha- yeah. you know pe- people ha- need to believe in something and i am that something that they believe in like you told carol fake it till you make it baby you know he jokes and all that stuff but you know that that's real and you know it's going to be interesting to see what happens and and if he puts himself back together and if he does put himself back together how or if he continues to fall to pieces because i really do think that we're going to see him go through an emotional roller coaster ride i mean because he's broken character for carol a few times but privately one-on-one i mean that shit was different man like he told him i'm just a guy or some shit like that i was like damn like he was really ready to die there he didn't oh, want to yeah. go and face them people no, and put didn't. on that mask again Mm-mm. you know um but i do think he's gonna put himself back together because when he I got back to you know he put his hand on young master will or whatever his name was before he went in so i don't know but yeah i appreciate you writing in and uh whatnot uh calling in yeah thank you and uh yeah, thank you baby thank you for dad's explaining to us as someone in the chat brought up <laughs> dad's explaining. that's a good one. Oh man <laughs> next voicemail good evening rod and karen this is the caribbean queen um i am living in the virgin islands and you know, I miss listening to you guys since, like, September 6th. So, finally, uh, we got some internet, so I've downloaded as many episodes as I can, and I'm binging and listening. I miss listening to you all, and I hope I can recover some of the older ones back to September 6th. Mm. But everything is okay. Um, so take care and oh do uh did it cut out Bye. Oh, okay, it cut out and cut back in uh first of all, thank you thank for calling. I'm glad you're okay and I'm glad, glad you, you say got, got the internet, baby, yeah, glad you got some internet. Mm-hmm. I know listen as a podcast addict, let me tell you something uh there ain't nothing uh <laughs> that feels uh worse than when you. <laughs> Well, you ain't, well, you stuck with no, uh, no podcast, especially for an extended period of time. Woo. Oh, you feel like you're missing out on the whole world, you know, especially if it's like my friends in my head, the podcast, you know. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're doing okay. I'm glad you got your internet. I'm glad you're, um, safe, baby. you're safe. Uh, I love your accent. As soon as, mm-hmm. I, as soon as you start talking, I was like, ooh, that's a, is that an accent out here? So, yeah, um, but yeah i'm glad you uh glad you're doing okay and yeah man september 6th it's such a long time it's ooh, it's november now yes sir two months without no internet 
can't even imagine what that feels like Mm-mm, baby um or as i like to call it my dream no i'm just kidding nah i just mean without twitter and facebook but uh yeah i'm glad you're okay uh all right we got some emails and it's time to get out of here timothy writes in hi rod and karen the savage empire book is finished he's a comic book um artist Mm -hmm. he sent us a comic book i've been reading it Mm -hmm. um and it's dope uh it's called savage empire um about halfway through uh it's finished and shipped to backers as i mentioned to you on twitter i sent a hardcover uh copy to you guys to, sh- to share i mm-hmm. uh, also include a tribute to the podcast and the book artwork and let me know when you find it i learned a lot when it comes to successfully crowdfunding a project and delivering some hard lessons that i wouldn't mind sharing if you're still down for an interview oh yeah i would love mm-hmm. to interview you for a uh, medium talk man uh yep. i've just been slacking i gotta get back to you i started i recently started restarted that show mm-hmm. so uh yeah i'll hit you up i'll, I'll reply to this uh real talk the reason why i included the tbgwt hashtag in the page artwork comes down to the deep appreciation for the hard work you guys continue to put in week in week out the work ethic you two put on display is inspiring and when i came into some serious issues with my book key people quitting it didn't get me down i found a way taught myself the skills to replace the folks i lost reached out directly to the backers to let them know what the whys and when the book will be late and made it happen yo that's dope yeah because the, the thing about it uh sometimes you got to be a one-man machine and people don't want to believe that but something i realized about uh independent people and small business owners particularly brown people we will do it all oh i ain't got no editor i will edit the hell out of this i ain't got no draw i will fucking learn how to draw i will learn how to do everything to make my dream happen so kudos for you because people underestimate the hard work and dedication that it takes to get these things done baby so congratulations i grew up in british columbia immigrated as a baby with all my extended family back in jamaica and the uk not a lot of black folks around here i grew up fighting a lot i find your finding your podcast is the first time in 30 plus years that i felt like media personalities were talking directly to me but regular folks with regular jobs hopes dreams and worries that can't be fake the banter and the laughter and the anger can't be fake with three sons of my own i spent a lot of time referencing issues brought up on the podcast my oldest boy and we actually listened to the podcast while driving cross country to our uh, farm in saskatchewan each year laughing over segments getting serious when the time calls for it you helped me build more bridges of communication with my teenage sons and that's something i can never repay you guys have a fan for life up here in vancouver and embedding a permanent shout out in the in work in a work that i've dedicated the last four plus years of my life to that's the least i could do to say thank you so thank you karen thank you rod i mean your dad tim thank you man oh thank you baby that was very sweet and, i know uh, i will definitely uh interview you man because uh I know. I've been trying going... to make me get all emotional right i teared up a little bit right <laughs> i'm like oh talking to the babies and shit right good good uh i'm glad i'm glad to help man me i remember too, baby one time i was on twitter i'm not gonna say which user but uh you know a user that was pretty popular at the time like uh, i think i retweeted something or maybe i was talking about something and i was like you know um i think it was someone who said man like i appreciate your podcast i appreciate what you and karen do and uh specifically with you you told me like kind of show me as a man how to like uh be a better person in this way and other and kind of be better to women in my life and lgbtq people in my life and things of this nature and i was like cool you know i'm glad to, to hear that da 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 and then this person who uh like i said i won't name but she responded back like uh well you know you haven't done anything i doubt it It hadn't helped anybody i was like well people say that the show helps them i can't 
i mean how can i actually know i mean i just take that word for it but right. you know uh but she but she just kind of like shitted on the show which i'm sure she had never listened to you know whatever and i just brushed it off because people can do that kind of shit on social media mm-hmm. where you just have to be like you know maybe you're in a bad headspace whatever you know um they're they were they're a person that puts a lot of work online that people right. see and 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 all this stuff and i'm like i know you think your work impacts stuff and helps people for the better i know i've seen people thank you mm-hmm. but somehow specifically when it comes to what you know i'm sure my shit you don't listen to or really respect it was like whatever but every once in a while somebody write in and be like well i have these conversations now because of what y'all do on the show or i got through a really hard time because of what y'all say on the show and it does make me emotional and uh, you know uh speaking of thanksgiving that's what i'm thankful for because um you know we're not just talking into a void here Uh, i don't feel like what we're doing is like necessarily that special a change in the world but um i'm glad when it does resonate with people and uh especially when you hear stories um you know about people being able to talk to their kids um talk to women in their lives talk to their children in their lives um and uh with the issues we talk about on here fathers talking to sons is a very big thing too because it is you know too much of the time we start the whole idea of what needs to happen in the community from men talking down to women but um a lot of times men need to talk to their sons uh to their children in a way that um reinforces some positive things for them you know we need to um when i talk about stuff like teaching boys about consent um you know i think people like almost want to laugh it off but i'm like nah that's that's some real shit because Mm -hmm. even i'm not even saying it out of the altruism of because we need to respect these females and learn i'm not even going to say it that way because i mean it's a given that that you should respect people but that's not the point even if you have to say it like so that you don't catch some type of sexual assault charge because self-preservation because you walking around going you know i'm a man and i can do this this and this no you need to learn you need to do so you so not just to be a better person but to keep yourself out of trouble you know so that i don't have to have another talk with you when you're 16 17 about some some girl that's accusing you of some shit and i have to be like i never did talk to him about this like i did i never did he doesn't know what consent is i just walked out put him out in the world like he should know Um, right so when i hear about you know people using our podcast to kind of get some points home uh to their kids and shit man i I love that because we have way too much in podcasting and media of the opposite of girl close your legs girl dress modestly don't go to parties don't dance don't do this we have so many of those messages out there but um you know these conversations between uh fathers and sons um should be encouraged too and i and especially some non-toxic conversations not some you getting some pussy boy <laughs> like not those conversations but some like actual like real you know <laughs> like real substance conversation yeah. conversations is gonna help him become a better person right. you know and it's one of those things where children turn into adults like children especially when they're small they're little people people forget to realize they're all the people right you know they're not pets they're not things children are people and you know children turn into adults and you need to have these conversations because even talking about that and looking back on my life i've never had a conversation about consent Mm -hmm. i've never had a conversation about rape Mm -hmm. like nobody ever really set me down you know and talked about 
you know different parts of my body where you shouldn't be touched at like no nah, i've never had any of that conversation for me personally right and i know i'm not the only one and i know there's people that have children that have never had these conversations you know particularly you know when it comes to talking to children you know even men you know should talk which they do talk to the little boys you know about you know don't let about touch your penis you know and stuff like that and it's just one of those things where you have a lot of adults men and women but more women actually because the way society is structured also teach us to be shameful and shame of our bodies and things like that so i can't help you when i'm not even a whole person myself yeah and I, like i said it's how we treat each other like lgbtq Correct. people with our in our community like it's not like if our podcast facilitates any of those conversations and uh then i feel so proud of our work because i i think you know while we have fun and we make a lot of jokes and stuff i don't want to just only put out a product to just preserve the status quo or to make people i don't know feel good for being for staying kind of in place i think we do need to change for the better right and i hope our show helps some people do that I do too. I do too. Uh, some people write us. I know sometimes people have experienced things that probably never write in, would never get an email, would never get a phone call, they'll never reach out to us. But we, I feel in my heart that there are people out there that are changing their lives for the better, be it the way they treat their husband, the way they treat their wives, the way they treat their significant other, the way they treat their children, you know, having more empathy and sympathy, having more compassion, the way they view LGBTQ people being more educated about, you know, things all around. And, you know, and I think, you know, what we do um, impacts people probably more than I, more than we know. And so, you know, for all those people, you know, it's one of those things where I feel that the love is real. I feel like it's genuine. And when y'all do let us know, you guys don't realize how much it motivates us to keep going and keep doing and encouraging encourages us that we are doing the right thing and on the right path and it's one of those things where we can literally all grow together because as we learn and as we educate ourselves we share it with you guys um because it's all all of life is challenging and growing and expanding and we do it and we hope and i really hope that our audience also continues to do that too in various different areas of their lives yeah so uh thank you for writing in man thank you baby um really do appreciate it um and uh yeah so uh uh i was gonna say something else what did i lose my try it was um no you didn't cut me off it was uh something you said oh but no i was gonna say oh all of life isn't challenging and growing for people some people are just happy where they at and that's as far as they're gonna go and a lot of and i think a lot of media reinforces that right you know if you listen to um typically if you listen to a show that's about like black issues it's very much like um well why should we try to be any better than what we are and to a certain extent i'm like yeah we deserve we're we can be flawed we can have issues but then sometimes i'm like but what about how that affects other people in blackness you know when when i you know as much as i um am happy and glad that there's like people that have platforms sometimes you listen to shit and you're like well this nobody listening to your program gonna ever grow up because you don't want to grow up you know you 40 50 years old with this platform and you you know you're basically telling people like you know very reductive shit like steve harvey would do or tyrese or 
um you know a lot of black morning shows and stuff like that i'm I'm happy to be a different type of show because we deserve to have our space too you ain't got to agree with everything we say no you know people write in all the time we i don't agree and i think typically especially when they're not being specific in a lot of cases i think that shit when we're talking about like women's issues lgbtq issues feminism religion i think that's where a lot of people at and honestly if you listening to us makes you question that a little bit i still think it's good Mm -hmm. you know just examine it maybe you don't come to the same conclusion as us but don't accept the status quo is something that doesn't need to be examined right and it's also one of the things in life uh society particularly the way our school system is ask why when people do things ask why you will be amazed asking why and actually learning out why things are the way they are why is it structured the way it is like actually the who what when where why and how those questions will actually change your life and open up doors society kind of don't teach us to do those things but if you start actually doing those things it requires work and people are lazy and people don't want to work people don't want to put the effort in people don't want to do anything beyond what they know but if you really want to expand your mind and, and and expand your brain and you know look beyond yourself you you got to ask your question you got to ask yourself these questions yep uh we have people come to us all the time like i used to didn't think this but then i listen to y'all show and you know after a while i'm like i understand like i understand what y'all saying now or i came around and i started to see it now because see the thing is also once some of the shit we point out some of the shit that other people point out to me same thing this is how i learned as well once i can see something sometimes i can't ever unsee it no you can't and you can't go back to just being ignorant and you fight against it it's a big ass um Mm -hmm. it's honestly like a big very predictable cycle that i watch people go through all the time whereas you know oh man i so saying female is that's like the same as saying bitch really i can't say females no more and you watch as they go through the because once they 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 first rejected they get mad they all this shit and i'm gonna say it twice now you know like but then you watch it start to tick and it's mm-hmm. like they start see to see people how people react they start to see that they are using it as a placeholder for bitch right they start to see that they never refer to men as males mm-hmm. they start to see these things and they can't unsee them and then they might come back later and be like well damn y'all was right but you know that might take years for some people some people never get around to it but correct you know i'm thankful to be able to at least challenge people um like i said you ain't gotta agree with me i don't agree with everybody i listen to nope. i got a lot of friends i don't agree with on everything i still right. love the motherfuckers but to death, yes but, but you know friends and family and shit but but at the same time like i'm not gonna just let it go unchallenged uh new to podcasting chris writes in hello rod and karen my name is chris i'm deciding to become a podcaster i've been listening to you both for a long time and i wanted to know if you have any advice to someone just starting out in the podcasting uh main thing i would say one consistency i hate to say the boring one first but that's the truth find you a schedule that you can stick to if it's once a week put that shit out once a week if it's twice a week twice a week if it's once a month once a month don't fucking skip don't promise and not deliver um picking you a time and all that stuff don't be too hard on yourself your show's gonna adjust as you adjust you know as you learn more two sound quality you're gonna want to have good sound quality you might not be able to afford great sound quality right away get the best you can afford do your research take your time you know there's some good alternatives out there uh blue snowball mics uh some laptops have good built-in mics so uh, you know the, the way you produce it afterwards learn your craft what tools are you going to use what 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 programs are you going to use audacity things of this nature um 
and then uh i would say also um don't be too rigid to um to what your show is gonna be a show is like a living breathing document and it'll change over time and it's never gonna be what you started out doing it's you know some people have very clear ideas and they can do that forever but most of those people have already done a podcast or two and then and then they get this idea of like and now this show is only gonna be about this but and if you haven't done a show before your show's probably gonna change every week um and uh be engaging to your fan base um start where you can go like if 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 you have a few followers on twitter promote it on twitter if you have some facebook name facebook page if you you know if it's on a message board tell the people your friends on the message board like start where you can go and then don't get too frustrated because it takes a long time for this shit to pop off especially now there's so many podcasts everybody got a podcast podcast a new blog so there's a chance that your shit may or may not even blow up if that's the whole point of getting into it to make it blow up uh, you may become disillusioned very quickly because um it's not gonna just be immediate engagement right away sometimes people get excited for the first couple episodes because like my friend and then you kind of fall into the rotation of all the other shit they listen to and do in life and you know you had to get over that initial high of people were listening to and yeah, people may or may not listen you know so uh yeah those are the things i say karen yeah i have my my list is a little uh shorter hold on i'll add one more do it for yourself while karen finds her list or whatever do it for yourself too don't worry about doing it for other people uh be yourself don't you know i've seen podcasters come and go they try to put on an act be a personality hide behind a screen name shit like that like i think the people that i've seen come and stay and do it for a long time have been people that have been honest and open with their audience because the one thing you can't fake is that genuine relationship with an audience right um and 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 way too many people try to fake it and that's why they shit don't blow up right that was one of mine be yourself which is the mm-hmm. most important thing because if you're not yourself it won't last because the thing is particularly if you do it you do something for any longevity a certain period of time if you're not real and you're not sincere it's something that your audience is going to immediately pick up on regardless of if you do it a solo show or you do it with a group of people everybody needs to be themselves and also my, my second thing is know that you're going to have ups and downs and that's something that's hard for new podcasters to understand know that you're going to have technical issues understand that everything's not going to go perfect understand that things are like roger said things are going to change things are going to evolve you're going to grow you're going to change you're going to start talking about various different things uh and something else to piggyback on let your show flow naturally you know like roger said don't be so rigid and so not flexible yeah i've been on podcasts where it takes them a month to put the show out because they gotta do all this editing and shit you know or um people i've I listened to a podcast a long time ago when podcasting first started and uh this dude was like listen to my show listen to my show and i went and listened to it and it sounded so weird because he edited out all the natural um moments of silence in a in your speech pattern so it sounded like a robot you know it's like today i am going to go to the store because we are going to do something i'm like bro i know you didn't say it like that like it's okay to have a little bit of a i had to think of this for a second so there was a couple seconds of downtime you know 
Yeah, like I said, everybody is uh, different and, and understand uh, that. And also my thing is uh, be patient uh, when you podcast. Uh, I think, like Roger said, if you're not doing it for yourself, you won't last. That's something I've learned too. If you're just doing it for the popularity or for the likes or the real clicks and the posts, uh, you're, you definitely will not last because, you know, the Internet is fickled. So you don't know what people are going to like. You might talk about whatever the hot topic is and you get tons of downloads. And then next week you'll be back to whatever your normal num your normal number is. You just won't have any consistency when it comes to that. But you need to be consistent. Um, and just know you being consistent will cause your audience uh, to grow um, over time. You know, these are things that we've kind of just, you know, wormed just being up and down. You know what I mean? Just the ups and down of uh, podcasting um so yeah man hopefully that helps um chris and uh, good luck on your podcasting journey um mark writes in pumpkin spice my life like pumpkin spice life my nigga brother rod <laughs> happy thanksgiving i just wanted to say thank you for liberating me hey you welcome okay come on over to the white woman of color side come on i'm on a thanksgiving break in cali with the fam and thanks to you i'm living my best white woman of color life yes early this morning me and my girl put on our running shoes nike dry fit shorts and tights and then we joined in on a 5k run come on come on through 5k afterwards we went to a local coffee shop and ordered egg white crepes and then it happened as it happens i instinctively ordered a pumpkin spice latte and bruh i will never be the same again testify <laughs> come on through thanks rod and karen tomorrow we are heading up to san francisco to go wine tasting yes wine tasting we will have on the patagonia jackets because it will be chilly out marcus darling from queens yes, oh patagonia i don't even know what that is but it sounds white shout out to mark that's what i'm talking about it's about time yes what? tell some more y'all tell us about y'all a lot of y'all are shame don't be ashamed honey because when i tell you i was in jamaica i was living my best white woman of color life and i encourage y'all to too honey it will change your world welcome to the white woman of color section um feedback emil says uh feedback jamaica jamaica hey tipping morrows i thoroughly enjoyed karen's synopsis of her jamaica tip uh trip it was cool hearing about jamaica of jamaica vacation from a black perspective i've been in canada for about 16 years and i like my relatives that grew up there i never lived in any black communities in canada so whenever i've told people white people cough cough that i'm from jamaica i always get a quick five minutes about the great vacation that they had a couple years ago where they got their hair braided and never left the resort or about how much they love cool runnings damn you dougie doug all that to say it was great to hear that you went somewhere like a company uh wait Akampong, the maroon village and that you guys stayed in villas instead of the huge structure on the beach i completely related to the fact that the staff was more relaxed with your group than they might have been with a white group i've had friends that have worked in hospitality have gotten fired or reprimanded severely because of complaints from some white american that may have misinterpreted our brand of friendliness mm-hmm. uh yeah i could plus they probably just think y'all supposed to be sitting on them hands and you know waiting on them hand and foot yeah 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 and it's one of the things uh where uh you know because they asked marissa and leslie you know how the staff was and they look like the staff you know it's fine like mm-hmm. you know like it's not a problem but you know it's one of those things where they check just to be sure you know that everything's on a, you know quote unquote up and up but they didn't have to worry i mean the people were very professional and it's one of those things like like you say uh for us I this that trip let me know that 
doing the traditional touristy stuff you go that's cool but you don't get the actual experience like i think because it's people that said i went to jamaica before and i experienced that probably because you went through the traditional touristy thing and and it was cool to go outside of that box yeah um but you know also i mean there's no better white woman of color way than to do the traditional tourist stuff so guys don't either way you can't go wrong yeah either way be ignorant you know forget the staff's name do all that stuff if you want to you know but i i mean i personally would treat the black staff nice but i also understand as a white woman of color it's optional um i also wanted to ask you guys if uh, if you felt comfortable being in a space that was 90 percent black i always knew i was black in a physical sense but never had to feel blackness until i was a, a minority all my teachers doctors dentists friends etc in school looked like me all the authority figures were black did you get a sense of that in your short time there let me yes uh it made me going days without being around any white people whatsoever uh was refreshing i i I learned that uh as an american being somewhere that was black blackity black black like that made you realize how strong our people are how resilient our people are and how they try to not make us want to unify because like i said there's always power in numbers when black people are like self-sufficient can do shit on their own and can just function like normal people it might people get scared because all of a sudden you don't have no control you can't you know beat them in the place you can't make them do what what you want them to do because they're like hey we got freedoms like what you ain't gonna do is come up in here and do this and do that and the other and white people just can't have free range um it, it made me appreciate my blackness it made me feel more comfortable in my blackness it helped me love myself more um particularly going and it was all women and no men uh, it helped me uh, connect with uh, women more. Just being around the shapes, the sizes, the colors, the background, the different religions. And I just learned how to embrace things and actually help me love myself more and actually appreciate my skin tone and appreciate my blackness and love my hair more and love my hips more, my skin tone even uh the more because i was in the place where i wasn't being judged i was in the place where i wasn't being criticized i was in the place where i wasn't stared as other i was in the place where i could walk in the place and people wouldn't afraid i was gonna fucking rob the place i could walk in and just be free in my blackness and that is something and that is a feeling that you just cannot describe uh here in america the truth be told and i just really love being in a place where everybody looked at me and there was a connection and it was a form of no judgment and i really it really made me view my blackness differently than i would have before because yeah you you know you know black people are all over the place and all over the world but it's nothing like you go in there and literally everywhere you go from the corner store to the bus stop to everywhere is just black people and a lot of times not a white person inside of they do their little spots they're the minority you know that's rare from i can say as an american that i see because here in america we're not structured like that so for me it was a uh, really a life uh changing experience for me personally just to be around all that blackness uh, he goes on to say i'll leave you with a bit tidbit of history 
discovery bay and runaway bay are two areas of the north coast of historical significance discovery bay is where christopher columbus who was said to have discovered jamaica landed in 1494 he claimed jamaica for the spanish like it was his to claim but anyway they proceeded to genocide the native population and bring slaves in the british um during the war with spain in the 1600s invaded jamaica and took it as their own uh the spanish fled to cuba from runaway bay hence the name oh okay um taking some of the slaves who subsequently won their freedom in cuba the majority of slaves that were enslaved by uh, by the spanish escaped to the mountains and became the maroons the maroons were a thorn in the side of the british for over a century forcing them to sign a treaty with them the only downside to the treaty was that they would no longer raid british plantations and free people enslaved by the british for in fact britain abolished the slave trade in 1838 the free slave the free and freed enslaved africans in their colonies they paid millions in reparations no not to us but to slave owners who lost all their property sorry for the long email but thought you guys would have an interest in that p.s i was just about to hit send when i saw the notification for a new tbgwt episode fast feedback so obviously i didn't get this in under the wire so i had to wait a week oh well well you got it in and now we read it thank you baby last one uh kimberly writes in hey rod and queen karen this message is long overdue and i almost forgot to send it before the feedback show i'm going to try to keep it short karen i was stalking your facebook and instagram while you were in jamaica you were living your best white woman of color life i'll be there to bring in the new year and i'm so excited i'm sure we'll just stay on a resort and drink but if we decide to do an excursion i have some recommendations thanks to you i'm glad you enjoyed the glistening body oil i didn't even know citrus keeps the mosquitoes away i'm mm-hmm. ordering some lemon scent for my trip with my with her small business saturday sale uh rod i'm a little behind on the podcast as usual but i hope the bank put that money back in your account oh i got my money back i hated to hear about that the past two years my amx has been compromised both times in march both times i was about to travel i was a, it was an inconvenience but i can't imagine having that much money coming out of my bank account right i have so much more to say but i'm running late for spin class oh get your white woman to color life on love you guys thanks kim and uh, that's everything yes thank you baby yeah right the break yep. um so all right guys thank you so much for listening uh, i'll be back on at four with bossy to do our recap of this is us mm-hmm. um so i'll see you hardcore fans then uh for the rest of you sometime wishy-washy motherfuckers that don't leave five star views i won't see you at all um <laughs> we see y'all tomorrow see y'all tomorrow but until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.